1: Here
2: we go! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go!
1: This is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, right? <laughs> You're supposed to say right. Oh, sorry, I'll right. we'll do it
2: again. Do it again. I've forgotten. We did that once, didn't we? Yeah, we did, but yeah, it was so long right. ago I'd forgotten. I knew there was something I had to come back with, but I wasn't <laughs> I sure what it would was. Be obvious. Yeah,
1: this is Top Flight Time Machine, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andy Culver, Body Dawson, pow, pow, pow. And
2: I am Sam, not feeling too nifty, Delaney.
1: Um, yeah, it's going to be a Life Logistics episode, this one. Um, we've got a few that have come in. There's one that came in on the international Twitter service uh, this morning after we put out what I believe they call a shout-out uh, on there. And this is from um, Mrs. E. Valentine Or MZ Bobs, as she uh, calls herself. Mrs. Valentine, was that a TV show? That sounds like a TV show.
2: Shirley Valentine. Mrs. Valentine.
1: Shirley Valentine was a film, yeah. Mrs. Valentine sounds like it was a. I don't know. Maybe it should be. Maybe we should write it. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, well, got a title, something in it. Uh, Uh, Mrs. Valentine. Mrs. E. Valentine says, This is quite a small logistical problem. That's fine. No problem too small. For our uh, our tiny minds uh, I consistently have an issue Opening up and serving Wheater Without all the flaky bits going all over the worktop Is this just me Surely they need to redesign the packaging Thank you um, I I deal with this Because I have Wheater quite often um, One of the first things That I said on the first episode of Athletico Mince Way way back Was that I have a love for Wheater With butter on it And this appalled Bob uh, and continues okay. to appal him, I think uh but I, I swear by it, but how did you come up with the idea? It was given to me as a child it 's a family tradition, and it 's right. not just it 's not just us that does it apparently there 's a facebook fucking page devoted to buttered wheatabix because there are aficionados all across the land, and maybe we get together in secret in the in the woods during the summer months and swap really tips. Nice.
2: Uh, but, yeah, um, yeah, I mean, there's people who put butter in coffee, isn't there? We've talked about that before. I think they call it bulletproof coffee.
1: Butter is one of nature's greatest fucking miracles, as far as yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, and it's not even
2: bad for you. It's just scam. Like, yeah. you know, remember I told you big, big, big wheat and big cereal and big yeah. sugar have tried to undermine butter and tell mm. us all that it's bad for us, but it's fucking not.
1: It's not. It's the best. And... Um, uh, i tell you
2: what's bad a, for you all those fucking flora and all the margarine ones that are ba- that are used, yeah. ve- they use vegetable oil for. That's what's bad for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's another thing. You remember we were talking about big water and mm. all the bottled water industry and yeah. all that, getting us all to drink and fucking hydrate and all this sort yeah. of thing. I was reading a thing the other day on the BBC website, so pref- I'd like to think it's fairly legitimate, mm. and it was saying what you should drink to rehydrate yourself after exercise when you've been sweating, and the answer was milk. Oh, milk no way.
2: No. I've never done yeah, that.
1: Yeah, I know you've got an aversion to milk, but yeah, because you lose, when you, when you, you sweat and you exercise, you don't just lose fluids, you, you lose salt as well. And yeah. milk has got salt in it, and it's has got it? the right vitamins to replenish you, whereas water will just replace you with water, Milk's so you're missing out. has
2: got salt in it,
1: yeah. Apparently, hell. well, butter's got salt in it as well, isn't it? So it's from the same thing, it's from the same yeah. cow. Yeah, but you so add
2: salt to butter when you're making it, not like um,
1: I'm you just because you oh, get unsalted
2: I'm, butter. Salted butter.
1: I'm just telling you what I read. In an article that I glanced over for a couple of minutes while I was waiting for you to come on the line yesterday. You know, my brother,
2: Theo, when Mm. he goes to visit... I don't know if he still does this, but um, when he goes to visit his in-laws, who are really Mm. nice, in-laws who are so nice that, like, (laughs) I really like them, even though they're not my (laughs) in-laws. I invited them to my wedding. I
1: was going to say you tried to adopt them as, like, surrogate in-laws, in-laws by proxy. I did.
2: I've been on holiday... (laughs) with them i mean obviously not just me and them obviously <laughs> my brother's been there too and his missus but they're 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 that amazing that you kind of just yeah you just it's like a bonus <laughs> that he's got particularly great in-laws B- and everyone else wants in-laws. a piece of them yeah but they live out in um suffolk in a small village and yeah. he uh when he goes to visit them right i mean imagine this right my brother's commercials director, right, from that London. They are nice folk from Essex and then now yeah. of Suffolk, right? Really, like, nice people you could ever meet. And he gets on with them well, but I don't think it would have gone down that well with it when he first came to stay at their house, mm. when he was first courting their daughter. Mm. He would bring his own butter.
1: Fucking hell.
2: I'm not fucking joking. <laughs>
3: Well, you, like, you've
2: met his wife, haven't you?
3: I, She's absolutely. lovely, down-to-earth
2: woman, right? Yeah. And he would bring his own butter to her parents' that's... house because he didn't care for the <laughs> spreadables that they stocked in their that
1: house. Is, that is, I'm sorry, but that is uh, that is pure sign for that's a George Costanza move. That is. It
2: is I mean, it is I can't, quite out of character with him, but it is one of the most amazing cunt moves of all time, isn't it? <laughs> and then, and don't forget, he's the same brother who fell victim to the 40 quid wanker uh, Christmas oh, yeah. maneuver. Yeah. From, not his parents in law, but still from that side of the family, right? And I sort of just, feel just like. Just remind mate,
1: us again, just remind us again of the what 40 quid wanker thing. Yeah.
2: 40 quid card. haven't heard it well it was his birthday it's his birthday on new year and we were away last year and his brother-in-law and sister-in-law had they weren't there but they'd given via the parents like a card to say I'll give that to fear if you see him on his birthday and he yeah. opens it up and there's 40 quid in it right <laughs> and I could see his face trying to compute the 40 quid <laughs> Because he's you know, he's a man in his fifties. And this is a gift from another man in his fifties, a man and a woman in their fifties. And forty quid's forty quid, it's nice, it's generous. But at the same time, forty quid is neither so small that it's a joke and you're taking a piss. Like if you gave yeah. your mate a tenner for his birthday, it's all be funny, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? At our age, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And but neither is it <laughs> sort of enough for it to feel like this is a, it's almost it's, it's <laughs> I can't explain it, but it's basically slightly patronizing. Right.
1: it's like it's like the biting point of a clutch, isn't it? It's it's yeah. on that cusp of is. being a piss tick exactly. not. Because fifty quid I yeah. mean fifty quid, I'm
2: fucking Wait, delighted with fifty quid. 50 quid. I reckon <laughs> even I reckon even fucking What's his name? Jeff Bezos himself, right? If he gets given 50 quid cash, that's walking around money. And you can never fucking underestimate the power of cash, right? Someone hands you 50 fucking notes, right? You are yeah. fucking yes, mate. You feel
1: like a king. Here yeah. we fucking
2: go. I'm like Ray Liotta in Goodfellas. I've fucking got notes. I'm <laughs> dishing them out to maitre d's and waiters all over the gap, right? Poking tenors in people's top pockets just to thank them, right? But 40 quid, it's like,
1: it's ugh, just 40 under- quid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 40 quid is that for me to get me weekly groceries with What's the message 40 here? quid <laughs> yeah. and they made him a 40 quid cunt now yeah. I felt at the time he handled it well but I thought to myself no one wants to be a 40 quid cunt and they've Ooh. made him a 40 quid cunt then I thought Ooh. to myself but why why would they make my brother who is a, a great guy right he is a great guy why would they want to make him a 40 quid cunt Right, because yeah. that is a major power play, right? It is. It and is. then I thought to myself, it's because of the butter. The bloke turned up for the first <laughs> 10 years of knowing them with his own <laughs> butter around their mum and dad's house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they fucking, they didn't say anything, but they remembered. They fucking remembered, right? And they hey. stored it up. And they thought one day he's going to pay for bringing his own fucking butter, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, call me a petty man, but I always say revenge is definitely a dish best served cold. And yeah. I, I have a list of people I still haven't got rent to dealing with, but <laughs> I will from years <laughs> ago. That, and it'll be uh, glorious.
2: That fucker at the video shop who fucking did you over <laughs> yeah, that, like, it, minor it, it, receipt discrepancy, for starters.
1: <laughs> yes, that petty, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, mm. um... So, you know, where and... Were we? and so I think that's why he got turned into a forty quid cunt. And you know, I don't know whether he regrets the butter thing or whether he mm. still does it. Who knows? But I'm pretty sure the I don't know what they stopped, but I'm guessing it was like margarine, right? Because a lot of people yeah. do like margarine because it's mainly because it's easier to spread, right? Mm. Um, but I got to tell you, Andy, and you're not going to like this. It wouldn't have just been Lurpak butter. He would have taken that one, Le President. Which is the French Whoa,
1: one? Euro butter.
2: That's what we're. T- that's the man. sort of. That's the kind of antics we're fucking, talking about.
1: The fucking metropolitan elite. <laughs>
2: he fucking grew up <laughs> on an estate in Brentford, but suddenly he's like, eh, I've got to have Miller <laughs> president. Oh, if not, I just I wa- I shan't I shan't be able to function until I've had me president.
1: Fucking Adland butter. Oh. Exactly.
2: Fucking advertising butter, cunt. There you go. There's forty quid. <laughs> Buy yourself some <a> butter, cunt.
1: <laughs> Buy yourself a packet of butter. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: much. To, uh... That's what they
2: should have written in the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you> it's <still laughs> fucking plenty of butter with that, won't you, cunt?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so much to think about there. Yeah. But The question isn't about butter. It was about wheat pigs. Uh, yeah. And I just said that I enjoyed butter because butter played a huge part in in my childhood. <laughs> M- McVitie's digestive biscuits, quite plain, quite dry. Not when you spread some butter on them. Oh, oh. I tell you, man, it was You're butter right. I everywhere. I mean, butter
2: is an incredible thing, and it is. I eat it every day. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I've like since I spoon. discovered that it wasn't even bad for you. I fucking, I mean, I'm going to try something, not Wheatabix. So I just don't like bits. I don't like cereal. I'm just not a cereal kind of a person. But, yeah, but I'm up for trying butter out on all. I mean, it's one of those things, it, it can go with anything, can't it? Sweet or savoury.
1: Yeah, it can enhance anything pretty much. The last couple of boxes of Wheatabix I've had, though, they've been a little bit, not, not quite as crunchy as they were. I don't know if they've changed the recipe or the consistency or what, but they felt a little bit more soft to eat raw as I like mm. to do won't make any difference when you put some milk on them and heat it up I imagine but for the uh, the buttered wheat to bix aficionados among us of which I am probably Britain's leading one um, the, the the consistency at the minute isn't great I'll, I'll see how it pans out I might make overtures towards wheat to bix and uh, you know see if I can get them to Store is the
2: this just a, a daytime snack, or is it something you have for breakfast? It's a
1: breakfast, it can be a lunchtime snack, it's for any time, Sam. Anytime. It's a, a nice, quick, easy filling snack. Uh, and I'm sure there are some people who are, um, feeling nauseous right now just listening to this because the reaction whenever I talk about it is always quite divided. But, uh, fuck you, uh, what, what, basically.
2: <laughs> what I would say is, is that if it involves butter, I'm listening. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure it, I like I'll give it, it a go. But mm. I, yeah, I will give it a go if it involves butter. Apart, not necessarily in a sexual context. I mean, only in, yeah, yeah,
1: in but eating
2: or or whatever. Um, talking of uh, refreshment logistics,
1: we haven't. Hang on, we haven't we haven't dealt with right, the query okay. yet. Oh yeah, what's that? <laughs> because <webinar? laughs> I do have an answer. I do have an answer. Um, Mrs. Valentine has a, an issue opening up and serving with your bits without the flicky bits going all over the worktop. Now, what I do, obviously, you tear down the paper, the outer wrapper paper. To the, to the level of the wheat-to-bix the biscuit you want to get out, gently prise it out onto a plate or into a bowl, and then, um, almost like a game from, let's say, it's a knockout, I'll then walk with the packet across to the bin without spilling any of it, because it's very spillable. Those crumbs mm. can go everywhere. So I'll walk gently, gingerly, across to the bin, open the bin lid, and just, just gently filter it out all the crumbs that are in there, filter them into the bin so that next time you get some picks out, you don't have all them crumbs to deal with. Simple as that. I tell you,
2: uh, my, my uh, alternative solution is the same solution to anything like this in the kitchen. Do it over the fucking sink. If I yeah. could eat all my meals, snacks, drinks, and everything over the sink, I would. Because yeah. then you just take away the jeopardy. And if you want to double down on that, <laughs> and this is something my son goes in for quite a lot, Take your top off before eating or drinking anything. <laughs> yeah. Take your top off and do it over the sink. That's what he loves to do, and I, you know I can't knock him for it because it works. It's like at the moment, mate, it's peach and nectarine season. But don't yeah. try one of those fuckers unless you're over a sink because you'll regret it.
1: Yeah. Oh, you've got to be really careful. I love the nectarines, but you've got to be so careful. Just, do, um, just, and don't fuck around. Don't, don't
2: tell yourself maybe I can get away with this in front of the telly, right? Yeah. That. Just get real, right? You want to enjoy mm. the nectarine. They're only around for a few months a year, right? The good ones. Mm. So enjoy it. Take the anxiety away from nectarines because there's a lot of anxiety that surround things like that. Eat it over the sink. Take your T-shirt off. You'll enjoy it all the more and because you won't be bothered by the fucking potential mess.
1: Just get a washing-up bowl, drill a couple of holes in each side and a piece of strong twine, and just wear that round your neck. And you're going to eat anywhere with a washing I mean, up to around to
2: about that, actually, mate. Where do you get your twine from?
1: <laughs> Off the internet. <laughs> UKtwine.com.
2: Oh, yeah, they do I it buy cheap, my twine
1: British these days since Brexit. <laughs> I used to get uh, German twine. The German Obviously, twine's stronger, stronger. But
2: but the strongest. But now, import they put tariffs on now. it.
1: Fucking nightmare getting it into the country. Um, I mean, I think there's like an underground twine importation operation going on, but you need to know the right people. And or you can uh, go
2: down to like Cornwall to like a secret yeah. cove where some Germans yeah. come in at night time once a week <laughs> with like whole fucking massive reels of twine and they just snip it, it off you there and then for cash.
1: I mean, it reminds me of that old alien comedy, Twine Galore, yeah. which is about the, the, the twine smuggling. That's a brilliant thing, Tons of the stuff.
3: (ríe) Jalapeño to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
1: Jalapeño Um, Next question I've got one here Also on the UK Twitter service It's coming from Danny Merritt Uh, He says Can you replace the wheels On a wheel suitcase Two wheel variety Is he asking us specifically If we can do it for him Nah No That's a really easy answer for me No Uh, He says One of the wheels got jammed And has been filed down Into an almost triangular shape (laughs) Should I just buy another suitcase instead Um I reckon you can replace the wheels on a wheel suitcase, but there's so many different sizes of wheels. I don't think it's a. I don't think there's like a, a generic size. It's not you universal.
2: I mean? There's different no. brands. That's why sometimes it is good to go for the leading brand like Samsonite. Yeah. Because Samsonite will have standardized um, wheels, and they'll also probably have a service that you can send yeah. it off to. Or buy from a um, you know a recognised trader like John Lewis who we talk about a lot on this show. Yeah, and not just because they had that sexy managing director who turned out to be the sister of my mate. Whoa! Remember? Do you remember sexy John I Lewis MD?
1: Do remember that now? Yeah, I remember googling her as well. Yeah. So yeah, that was a long time ago. Um, yeah.
2: Her sister got in touch and went, "Oi! I heard you've been talking about my sister." <laughs> And I went, no, I haven't. She went, yes, you have. My sister's the MD of John Lewis. I went, oh yeah, the fit one. She went, it's not talking about is it. I only fucking saying that she's fit. Well, she is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not my fault she's fit. <laughs> and John Lewis are end of the day, you can get cheaper, but you know, as you always say, buy cheap, buy twice. You Mm. go to John Lewis, you're going to get a good service. And if the wheels go fucked on your Samsonite or whatever it is, if you Mm. take it back to John Lewis, they will fucking help you. They'll go, yeah, we'll help you with that, mate. Leave it with us. Come back in a couple of days. We'll have new wheels on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could try taking it to your local cobbler. Your local cobbler might be able to do something with it. Are we drinking out the same mug today, Sam? Look at that. Fucking hell, that's weird. We are. Look at that. Well, I mean, it's the Star Wars Darth Vader one because it's bigger than your average team mug, isn't it? You get more in.
2: Yeah, it's a great podding mug. That's why yeah. I picked it out because yeah, I thought we could be recording two episodes. I'm going to get out the big mug. Um, yeah, Of course. Do does the does your wheelie suitcase fall under the jurisdiction of the DVLA in Swansea because it is a wheeled vehicle?
1: <laughs> it might be. Do you need a license to operate it in the street? Yeah. I'm so call sure.
2: up the DVLA and ask them what your nearest um, uh, suitcase MOT provider yeah. is, and then just take it in and they'll do the wheels and they'll do, look at the other things like the zips I, and stuff
1: I, I mean, I don't know if you can replace them, I would look into it Danny I would get on Ebay and I would see uh, what wheels are available separately and I will try and do it yourself, it can't be that hard replacing a wheel on a suitcase I don't think it, it, it comes into the category of like the repair shop and similar shows which are hugely popular yeah. at the minute um, but I was listening to the Word in Your Ear podcast with David Hepworth and Mark Allen the other day, and they, yeah. they were bemoaning the repair shop, where they were saying it's now become more and more about the story behind the object that people bring in. Oh, and there's yeah. always floods of tears at the end whenever the thing's restored. Oh, oh he's and fixed it's like, the wheel. Great, I can't granddad, believe he's granddad, fixed granddad the wheel. Would <laughs> have, have seen be, this. we will be looking down from heaven. Granddad would have loved to have seen this if he'd lived to, to see his, his old little rag doll be restored back to full capacity. And yeah, and you know, thing.
2: like, Granddad sat up in heaven watching this going, Would I fuck? I have got <laughs> no memory whatsoever one. of that fucking piece of crap.
1: If there's one thing they teach us on day one in heaven, it's there's no room for fucking sentiment. You just get on with it. You're <laughs> here forever. Just fucking get on with it.
2: Enjoy it. Right, you're basically in the best fucking spa hotel all-inclusive of your life, or your death, I suppose, and if you're going to sit around fucking wondering about what some dollar you earned fucking, you owned when you were alive 60 years ago, then you're going to ruin a fucking wonderful opportunity. (laughs) It's like when you go on holiday, but you keep thinking about shit at home, it's a waste of time, same as when you're dead.
1: Yeah, of course... I mean call me a cunt but I'd like to see a bit more jeopardy on the repair shop I'd like to see once the thing has been restored back to its former glory I'd then like to see a toss of a coin at the end to decide whether they get to keep it or whether it gets smashed up in front of their eyes
2: or sold Um, or what about if they had less competent what about less competent menders so rather than (laughs) you know all those really good menders they had like people like me and you and it's like Sam has been asked to restore this antique dolly <laughs> that has a huge <laughs> sentimental value and has been in the family for generations. Will he be able to do it or not? Nah, oh, yeah. fuck. I oh, fucked this. I have fucked it straight away. Sorry. I've burnt it. Why? Well, I thought I could solder the stitching, but apparently you can't solder stitching, so it set fire and it's full of like molten le- it's, it's full of like molten metal now. So it's just flat.
1: I, I put some oil in it and that didn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a wheel of competency. So mm. they spin the wheel and you decide which mender you get at the start of the Yeah, show. And at the and bottom it could it's be like the Blobby. It could be us.
2: Oh no. Yeah. You've got blobby blobby's gonna mend your suitcase for you. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, I'd, I'd love to see that.
2: And then Blobby just suddenly fucking clambers into the studio, <laughs> picks up the suitcase, starts flinging it around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we, I, I don't know, did we answer that question then? I don't really know. Um, yeah, don't know. Don't know, mate. Sometimes there's not an answer.
2: Michael um, Goodill wants some mattress yeah. advice. Matt- mattresses, of course, are one of our specialist areas, particularly Andy's. So, no wonder he's got in touch uh salutations chaps my nine-year-old son is complaining his mattress feels like a rock well my first thing is well fuck him he's nine do you know what i mean i'm not that nine-year-old doesn't get if he's got he's lucky to have a bed (laughs) i tried the old here you go here's a phone topper in my head it was in the vein of roy race but it did not appease him i still don't like it it's still too hard as he was already hankering for a new mattress ever since seeing the Emma ad, <laughs> I need a medium soft single for an nocturnally sweaty boy with a hot body. <laughs> <That> <laughs> I'm, was sweaty not boy. Being, I'm not being a tight ass, but I don't really want to spend more than hundred and fifty quid. Logistics we good, <laughs> late as Mike. I mean, um, a single mattress is not something that
1: it's out know. of our, out of our range. But I mean, all the yeah. mattresses that we've kind of used they all come in various shapes and sizes so you can get a single i use the Otti mattress um, yeah. but i don't know if you'd get a single one for 150 um
2: so what mattress is c- it that premier in use again didn't you research this
1: i can't remember but you used to be able to buy them directly from the premier in site or it would yeah. send you on a link to a third party site where you could buy the premier Inn mattress but again i don't know about prices when it came it came to the Otti, and like i mean i've said this before when it comes to your bed uh, spend the equivalent of what you'd spend on a weekend, away.
2: Mm.
1: Because, you know, your bed is Never a huge part of your life.
2: Well, they say, don't they, when you when you, when you you buy an engagement ring, it, they say it should be the equivalent of a month's wages.
1: They say right? that, yeah. yeah. It's worked
2: that. well for me, because I was freelance, so I go, it's been a bit of a tight month, to be honest.
1: He's a beef hula hoop, put this on.
2: But... The I think it's the same with your bed you know
1: mm.
2: in fact with a bed yeah, think about exactly. a year's wages if you can get one that expensive because there's nothing more important in your life than your mattress
1: yeah yeah. but this I mean, of course this isn't
2: ki- for you it's for a nine year old boy and I yeah. think he's being a bit particular I mean when, look put it this way right when I was fucking nine right there was a mattress that I had I slept on the same bed that my mum had had when she was a little gal right yeah this bed had just followed us Right for mm. for years, and everyone had, had had slept on this bed, and but it's the same mat, not just the same frame, same fucking mattress. So what we're talking about a mattress that dated back to the forties, yeah, yeah. One night, one morning, I'm in. Mean, I knew it was fucked. It was all soft and sagging in the middle. It was the right state. But when you're a kid, you just think, well, you, you know, just you know, I, I didn't, we didn't even know that there was different types of mattresses, did we? We didn't like even now, buy if
1: I, mattresses. You just thought you just you just had one, and just that was thought it. Thought they just existed given out by the government.
2: I thought they were. I thought they were natural, like grass or plants, Yes. Yeah. right? But <laughs> they just grew in houses. Right? <laughs> but listen, right? This is no lie. One morning, and my mate Joe always remembers this. He was staying over. We had. Two, I I shared a room. Nominally, I shared a <laughs> bedroom with QPR terrace legend Castellani. Right but he never he was he never seemed to be home so really it was my room but he did have a bed in the room and so if I had a mate staying over they'd sleep in QPR legend Castellani's bed right so my mate Joe's asleep in that bed I'm asleep in my bed and he is woken up by me suddenly going ah fuck it out!" top of my voice shouting the house down I was about 12 right and he's going, what, what? And I said, I shouted him the words, someone stabbed me in the arse, right? A yeah. fucking old metal spring had burst through the mattress, the mattress hey, membrane, I'm... after Fuck. all these years, right? It had survived Hitler, this fucking mattress, right? And it stabbed me right in my buttock, right? I jumped off of the bed, my mum comes in, I'm naked, there is blood <laughs> pissing out of my fucking ass cheek, oh. right? Yeah, but my mum sort of had to clean it up and like put a load of fucking plaster and bandage over it. I never got a stitch. As a result, <laughs> I now have a really like messy looking scar on my ass.
1: <laughs> messy ass, some messy ass <laughs> to Mother, why couldn't we have had it stitched
2: so it could have looked
1: neat? <laughs> Shut up! A- no one's fucking looking at your ass. <laughs> if they are, it shouldn't be. I-
2: I've got a fucking ass. I've got a bed scar on my ass, mate. So that was me when I was nine. So you should tell your kid. Listen, right. Show him. We play him the history of the bed that we did on. Um, I think on History Box. Yeah. Uh, last yeah. year we did the yeah. history of the bed, right? And then that will give your son insight to the circumstances in which some people have had to sleep over the years, exactly. Like cavemen. Exactly right they just did it on a load of leaves and branches and dust yeah and say so, look once you get to 16 then we'll start talking about mattresses yeah maybe
1: yeah i have one question when the spring burst out from from the mattress did it go
2: right into my ass what i'm Spring-less. thinking about it now i'm thinking i should have i mean why my mum didn't take me to hospital because also quite aside from the stitching i should have had a fucking tetanus I mean, that's mm. an old fucking yeah. rusty spring yeah. that's been in a bed for years. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, my that, ass that, could have been tetanus
1: That that mattress—no disrespect to to, to your mum or your family—but that mattress could have been full of like like mites, yes yeah. mites, yeah, uh, mice. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what was going on in there?
2: So, didn't yeah, Kevin definitely. Keegan have a mouse in a mattress? <laughs> he did, I didn't think he? it's a. Uh,
1: I don't know. I think it's it's episode one of Mrs. Valentine, isn't it? She's got a mouse in the mattress. <laughs> yeah, a mouse in the um,
2: Episode one A mouse in the mattress.
1: <laughs> um, that's all we've got time for because I've got fucking COVID for fuck's sake. I can't be doing this all day long. <laughs> the snoop is on soon. Um, thanks very much for your logistical queries. Keep them coming in and we'll try and get around to all of them eventually. Uh, goodbye. All the best.